Well, hello, everyone. It's uh, great to have you back with us. And uh, we're back with uh, uh, Chris Morgan. He has written a book, Playing Chase with God. Now, Chris, uh, we started with uh, an overview of the book. The next week was uh, all about showing up. And then uh, last week was about opening up. And uh, what is our next section this week? Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. And uh, on this podcast, there's more to it. And um the next sort of step, if you will, is in relationship building, which, by the way, like if you haven't tuned into the first two, like just as a reminder, the metaphor of the whole book comes from this, this statement that we said, I think it was the first week we said, but when God is chased, he lets himself get caught. And it's the picture of like the children's game of play chase, like when, right. when you're playing, like I was playing with my kids. And, right. And, like, and why don't you talk about that again? You know, the point is, it's it's been a while, and if people haven't heard that, I think it is a perfect uh, basis for the metaphor uh, when totally. you would come home from work. That's right, yeah. And you can't, I, I think as you go through the book, you have to keep the primary metaphor in front of you, right? because it makes everything come alive but yeah i mean i used to when my kids were young i would come home from work and it was like the most celebrated part of the day they were excited daddy's home we're gonna play some version of chase you know and it's like well what's play chase well play chase is like tag it's like hide and seek any basically involves me either chasing them or them chasing me right and i could easily hide beyond their ability to find me but as their dad i was bursting at the seams for them to find me. Sure. And so I wasn't hiding from them. I was actually hiding for them. Yes, sir. And I was full of anticipation to be found by them. And so in right. that primary – that's the primary metaphor of the book. It's this relational chase, and this is the invitation of prayer that God is not inviting us to – this is the – there's more to it, right? The, right? He's not inviting us to perhaps what we've thought prayer is – which is something you only do on certain occasions, most of them weird and awkward. Right. And uh, something that I never want to do in front of anybody else because I don't feel – I feel inadequate. That's for the pastors and those guys to do. Like that's just a distorted look of what prayer is. And so this right. primary metaphor of playing chase with God just reminds me, everything that most of us already know about building relationships, if we we'll just bring those things in – and use them as the main filter for, hey, how do we go build our own chase with God, our yeah. own prayer movement? Certainly. We already know how to do it because we know what it means to build effective relationships. So that's right. why we started with, well, you got to show up. Then you got to open up. And now, so this next piece of the book right. is about protecting momentum. I got you. In other words, once you once you have started this, uh, you have to have to be careful not to just let it fade off into the sunset, sort of thing. Yeah, it's really simple, isn't it? Like every time relationships tend to fall apart, it's because somebody took it for granted. Yes, sir. Somebody. Now, are some, you talking about a marriage here? Or are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> yeah, easily. Like it, it's like you stopped. Uh, investing in the ways that keep momentum, relational momentum moving forward. So here's a good way to think about it. So like every relationship on earth that's a good relationship, an important relationship, has momentum or lacks momentum based on the experiences of that relationship. Amen. So when you have uh, relational interaction with your spouse, let's say, right. and like there is – 
enjoyable experiences that are coming from that relationship, right. what does that do? That draws you towards that relationship. Certainly. Same thing with a friend. Certainly. We started, we were kind of friends, and then we just kind of drifted apart. Like, right. what does that mean? Really, what does that mean? It means you stopped enjoying yourself right. inside of that relationship, which means you X'd out. Peace out. You're, you're right. good. Like, I'll go right. find somebody else. Right. Well, you just stopped enjoying the relationship. So this is exactly – this is so relevant right. to our relationship with God. Because like I, we, I talked about this in the last episode that, you know, when I first test – went to put prayer to a test drive, like I found God, someone was there. God was there. Sure. Well, eventually – as that deepens and it progresses and there's maturity happening in in the relationship right it has to go there has to be momentum in that that gets protected Certainly. otherwise it's sort of that law of diminishing returns what's the law of diminishing returns diminishing returns basically says that for the same level of investment the experience of that investment will decrease certainly so in other words if i invest this much it starts here but then it goes down yeah, because you're not investing more. You're not invest more. Right. So to get the same level of experience, you actually have to invest more. You have to protect momentum. Right. So this is true of all of our relationships. This is not a new dynamic that's just true with God. Right. But with God, we would call that I'm spiritually maturing. Right. That's That would be the church language we put to it. Spiritual sure. maturity just means I've learned how to put more effort into this. Certainly. And as I put more effort, guess what? There's somebody on the other side. The experiences of the relationship are increasing. Certainly. Well, as that happens, there's momentum. Sure. So how do we protect momentum? Well, the the primary way we I talk about it in the book is I talk about making trades. And life is full of trades. We all experience right. this. We all do it. Sure. And what is a trade? A trade is where you say uh, no to X, Y, and Z so that you can say yes Correct. to A, B, C. Right. Right? So you, right. you're making trades because mm-hmm. life is full of options. Right. Right? Certainly. And I got options to do this. I got options to do that. I got options to do this. But what I've chosen, right. I've chosen to have a life with God. Right. I've chosen him. He invited me. I said yes. Correct. Now, if that if there's going to be momentum in that, it's an it's unavoidable. I'm going to have to make trades. Again, right. not foreign to your experience on earth. Anybody that's ever had a really important friendship or has been married right. knows that this is true. Right. What happens in most divorces? You didn't make the trades required. Right. To see momentum continue. Amen. Right? Absolutely. And uh, so what kind of trades? Well, the most fundamental, I think the, the starter trade that I put in here is the simple trade of joining Jesus. So I actually – this right. is this would – so metaphorically speaking, this would be like when you chose your bride. Right. Like you chose your wife. Right. You unchose all the others. Correct. You said no. You made a trade. Right. You. There was a time that the ladies were lining up yes, sir. for Joe, Right. and then he chose. Right. And the, so he said no to all the others. Amen. Well, we do the same thing with the Lord. We, we said yes. Amen. We joined Jesus, and when we join him, we, we do say no to other life options. Correct. 
Correct. And so now I when I say when I when I say yes to him, that's a fundamental yes that all of life gets to now be built around. And yes. what does that mean? That means I have all of these frontiers in my life where I'm doing what? I'm making trades. Right. I'm choosing this because it supports my yes. Amen. To the living God. Amen. Consequently, yes. There's momentum being built in that. And listen, I'm not just making obligatory trades. I'm actually trading because it's a good deal. Right. Like, it would be yeah, like sure. somebody gave you a stock inside tip, and you went right. like, no, no, no. I'm going to, I think it was the, de- uh, uh, the Clemson coach the other day. Clemson's right. having a tough year, right? And he got frustrated about it. He said they were. I think they right. were lead. I think they had won the game. And he said, he said something about like if 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 Clemson was a stock, you should be buying it right now because right. basically saying, hey, we're having a tough but, year. We're going to be back, but, but we're uh, making a turn exactly. Right. And so when we say yes to the living God, look, this is not obligatory. This is not religious duty where I'm putting the burden of giving up on all the fun things I could have done in life. No, I'm literally looking at the best deal on the planet, and I'm going like, he's invited me. To be a part of this. Like, Scripture talks about Moses as he was a friend of God. A friend? Yeah. A friend? (laughs) You're talking about the one who put – they put space so far out there that we can't can't even comprehend it. We can't even see that far. Exactly. And he's then that big, but at the same time, small enough to come to me and go, hey, Chris, just come. Right. It's Isaiah 55. He says, come to me. Right. He said, you, don't, you who have no money, come, buy, eat, right. drink, enjoy the richest, lavish table at no cost. Amen. That's the definition of a good deal in my world. Amen, brother. I've got a banquet, and I didn't pay a dime for it. Now, you, it's a metaphor, right? Right. God's inviting you to a life with him, and he's saying, this is like a lavish banquet. You don't even have to pay for it. But as a result of it, you're right. not paying for it when you make trades. You're making trades because you've tasted the food. Amen, brother. That is perfect. You know, we have seen that we can use prayer effectively if we show up, if we open up, mm-hmm. and if we protect the momentum, if we work on that relationship. But the great thing about the relationship is the resulting life. You know, in the, for the closing moments of this particular episode, let's talk about the more and more to it. Because when you follow this approach, you're getting so much more than you invested. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want our listeners to be able to capitalize on, mm-hmm. is to use the suggestions in this book mm-hmm. to help their relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. so they can taste the food at that banquet. That's a great – That's there, there you go. So the Scripture, scripture literally says, taste – and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Amen. Like, and there's his invitation. What I love about that verse too is he doesn't go. He doesn't go like, come and recite the Lord's prayer, or come right. and you know serve me in this, 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 this. Right. He's basically saying, come and enjoy, taste and see. Like he's inviting us to the experience of what. Of himself. Amen. Amen. And don't get me wrong, it's not all just 
you know, bubbles and feathers of of of, right. of experience right. of the of the relationship with God. There are moments, and we you know we'll talk more about those probably in future episodes. But like, right. there are places of endurance. There's places of perseverance. There's places of just pure investment. But here's what I know: at the end of the day, God is inviting me to Himself. I love this. So I'll right. I'll end with this. So like the, like in uh, Exodus, right. you have the story of Moses, and you right. have all of them. He, you have all of this um, – I say it was Exodus. Gosh, now I'm doubting myself or whether it's Deuteronomy. Either way, right. forgive me if I if, – oh, if, No problem. Uh, if I'm getting this wrong. But here, I know the story's right, uh-huh. that you have all of these chapters of all these prescriptions that come from God. God starts uh-huh. talking to the, 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 the Israelite nation. There's like, sure. hey, here's how to build the temple. Uh-huh. Here's, how, here's how to build the priestly garments. And it's this incredibly boring – Right. Reading. Right. It's terrible. Right. Like it's just tough sledding. Right. Like and right. but you but you get through and you just go, it's just four chapters. It's just four chapters, you know. And then you it's just like thirty six uh I, it's like three chapters, and then you think you're out, and then like three chapters later it goes back through all of those same exact prescriptions <laughs> and all it says is that now the Israelites did what God prescribed. This was God saying, here's what I want you to do. And then there's three more chapters of exactly the boring stuff saying they did it. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes life with God is like that. It's right. like, okay, I'm just learning your ways. Right. And now I'm just responding to what I saw. And sometimes it is – there's long and boring involved with that. Like right. there's a certain but, amount of sometimes protecting momentum is doing the long and boring thing or the the thing that I wasn't all that excited about. And again, if you're paying attention, you can see how relevant this is to marriage. The same thing plays out in marriage. But here's how it ends. And this is what, to your point, at the end of all of that obedience and all of that boring reading, this is what it says. It says, Moses was standing on top of the mountain, and it says, God descended. And it says this. It says right. he stood next to Moses right. and declared his own name. I don't have the scripture in front of me. I'd read the scripture. It's a very powerful scripture. But just get the scene. Right. There's been this long succession of obedience. Right. And just long and boring investment for momentum. Right. And maybe he's feeling like there's not much happening. And then boom, all of a sudden, the maker. The king of the universe Amen. drops down into earthly time, right. stands right next to Moses. And you would think, you're like, well, what's that like? He, you know, he was like, what's right. up, Moses? What's up, God? No, yeah. no, God comes down, and right. he is so worthy, and there's so much value in just who he is. The best thing that he can think to do when he comes to stand beside Moses for the sake of Moses right. is to declare his own name. Sure. So he literally, the scripture begins like the Lord, the Lord, the God Almighty, and then he begins to characterize himself, right. you know, steadfast in love, right. and and he just goes on and he just declares his name. So here's what I know. And I've experienced moments I've never had. I've never been on the mountain and God descended down and stood right. next to me. And but I've had moments of encounter with Him that were so life-altering in the sense of just experientially, He's so near. Like He's so near that you're going like, "That's close enough." 
Sure. Like, that's just, I can't bear it. If you come closer, right. I don't know that I'll make it kind of moments. Right. And when you have those, right. you walk away. Just like Moses, you know, Moses was in the, again, Old Testament stuff, but like Moses was in the presence of God, came down off the mountain. His face glowed Certainly. to such a degree that they're like, man, you're going to have to put a bag over your head right? because we can't even bear the fact that your face is glowing because you saw him. Exactly. So this is the same God that through the Lord Jesus Christ goes like, come to me. Amen. And day by day, I get to build with him. And there's a lot of long and boring that's all building in the momentum. Right. But then there's also these moments of encounter of which you go like, okay, I'm down for a whole lot more of long and boring because of that. Right. Long and boring is just your obedience to the Lord. And it does have a payday no doubt there's more to it there's more to it (laughs) than just the simple words of a prayer so chris thanks for being with us and next week uh we will uh, hit another chapter thank you very much thank you sir you betcha buddy 